0: Hello and welcome to the right click safe podcast. I'm your host Calcio joined as always by Jimmy T on today's episode of the right click safe podcast. We are joined by the founder of House of Bandits, street artist and scoundrel, the man behind the mask. It is Bandit. How are you doing today, Bandit? You're good, good?
1: good. GM man. How y'all doing? First, GM. First off, thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you both. Uh,
2: so thank you. You're very welcome, man.
0: I'm fantastic. And I want to start really where we normally do a guest, which is straight from the top. I want to know who the man behind the bandana is. A little bit more about Bandit, kind of just from the top. Why is it Bandit? Where does that name come from? And a little bit more about who you are.
2: Just before we get into that, let's have a quick word from our sponsors who make this show possible.
0: Moniverse is an art based project that uses the power of NFTs to hone in on culture and bring it to the forefront. Their aim is to connect communities from across the globe via the most iconic monuments and champion artists and the legacy they create. Moniverse gives holders a unique experience in which they can travel back in time to see what man's greatest creations look like upon conception via an immersive and educational experience that displays history, art, and culture with guided tours via their AI-powered guides. The first drop successfully launched on the 11th of November and featured the stunning Archer piece in Milan, Italy. Following episodes will continue to expand the moniverse and allow holders access to in real life events and further growing out the understanding of the incredible world we live in. Links to find out more will be provided in the description below.
1: When I when I discovered Doodles, you know, through through a friend of mine, through Mary, uh, she put me onto Doodles and I checked it out and and, and I, I you know I definitely fuck with the art and so I jumped in um, and I I knew what I wanted to do with with my with Twitter and my art. I kind of had a, a plan. So I, um, I went shopping for my uh, doodle about a week after I got my first one, which was a week after mint. Um, and yes. and I didn't mint. I got it the, literally the next day. But um, but about a week later after that, I I, uh, I went looking, I knew what I wanted to do. And my art, obviously, you know, I, I do it. Um, you know, I don't want a lot of people to know that it's me doing some of the things I do. So when I went shopping for a doodle, and I saw the the bandana trait; uh, it was a no brainer for me. So, um, you know, I, I, that's when I picked up two six nine one, and then I got and then I started the handle, the Twitter handle for him, and um, and then that's where I just began, you know, putting work out there, joining the community. So yeah, so I uh, I, I found I found two six nine one, and you know that's where the journey began. And then a little while after that, I dark-moded him because you know. Um, you know, you want to be relatable and, and something PFP, you can identify with, right? And I, in real life, I wear nothing but black. <laughs> and I've always, always worn nothing but black to the point where it's like my family's like, you know, trying to slide some, some like colorful clothing into my wardrobe. And it's just like find this way to the back of the closet, never to be seen. Um, so uh, I just did it for fun. And, um, and I really like the idea of like having an NFT and um, owning it, but still kind of like making it your own. You know derivative style and um and when I did the dark yeah. mode one and I put it out there, i remember i remember i think i think nf terps, which is my homie uh he was i think he was one of the first ones that hit me up like right away like, yo, can you do that to my doodle and he has a he has a skelly mask and uh and so I did his and then and then one after the other, and then I found myself over the next like few months every night, like to like three a m just like on the computer, just doing derivatives like yeah web three yeah way. totally totally
2: that's what web 3 stands for it's web yeah, three. yeah m. M.,
1: exactly no it was it was <laughs> it was dope it was uh and you know it wasn't like i was i wasn't asking for money i was just doing it for fun like i was vibing hard with the community and yeah. that was and like that was i had i've been in i had been in nfts for a long time before doodles but to be honest with you like doodles was what kind of Put me really onto web3 and community and like really going into twitter and engaging with people and like people that um you know have the same you know likes and, and interests as you and, and fuck with all this different art i got put onto a bunch of new new art that i had never ex- seen or experienced or technology and i really fucked with all that and so um to me that was a that was like the main start
2: I love it how like a particular collection or trait can be that turning point for people. It was the same for me. Like I sort of toyed around with NFTs until I eventually bought one in a community that suddenly vibed with me. And it just suddenly you get that massive sort of snowball effect and you end up right down that rabbit hole and completely obsessed and spending all of your time up till 3am working on stuff within the space.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Completely obsessed. It's all you think about. Um, and it got more and more <laughs> yeah. as, as the, as the, the deeper you go in you know yeah it became like it becomes like an obsession to be honest with you.
0: <laughs> i think it's really interesting as well because for me i've said this many times on podcasts we've done i don't have that creative gene i don't have that artistic flair. so Jim animates every single week and then wherever artists like yourself come on and their their vision was to just create and it's it's one of those really weird things where when you listen to people just say yeah i I just want to do it because I really enjoy doing it. It's quite refreshing. But I think one of the things that I found most curious about you and the way you've set House of Bandits up and your brand is how much you do in person but still pseudo-anonymous, right? Because obviously it's a big part of all of the events you guys do. Um, I remember in NFT NYC you were leaving jackets everywhere and things like that. Talk to me about that part of the strategy and how that became a thing.
1: Well, I mean, I've, 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 been, I've been a graffiti writer since I was like, 14 years old. So like, uh, and my whole life, I've always kind of hidden that aspect from anybody. Um, Obviously it's not like, you know, I don't want to get in trouble, et cetera. Um, And so uh, (laughs) to say the least. And so that was always a given, um, especially with the art and what I wanted to put out there. But at the same time, you know, I, I, I never thought I wanted to be completely, you know, doxed, like fully anonymous, like, so going to IRL events is like for me it's it's an, an entire part of the whole of the whole thing. Like if you if you're in web three, I, I totally believe you should be and you wanna build and you wanna grow, you should be going to all these in real life events and engaging online and, and doing the events, et cetera. And and so that to me was like that was a given. Plus the fact like when I when I kind of started being fully not doxxed and anonymous wasn't like the greatest thing like people thought oh you're, you're going to be a scammer and i'm sure when i first came out like and i wasn't doxed, some people probably thought that like oh who's this guy he's not doxxed or whatever and like i remember there was like a, a time of that and so my my kind of strategy to be honest with you was to go to a lot of irl events and to put myself out there and so that people can see that i'm a real person and i'm not like you know and 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 make the connections and and also the connections I already have, because like the funny thing is that web three, like we all came into this space and there's a lot of us, even, even when you're docs, like, you, you know, you're meeting people for the first time It's it's not a very, like uh six degree of separation to the IRL world, or I guess in a sense, like, and what I mean by that is like you're in this space and you're in real life world. Like a lot of us were alone in this. Like I didn't have a lot of in real life friends who were also into NFTs. Like I had, I had one or two, you know, like, and through through the space, like I, I've, I've, I've undocked myself to certain people that I, that I saw, and I knew it was that I found them later, that they had no, we had no idea basically what I'm saying is we, people we had no idea that we were in the space together, like you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: well, we have, a, we have a bit of a story about that, don't we? like If you think about it, it's rather funny you brought that up because <laughs> <laughs> when we we're in Miami. Right Now, bearing in mind, we chatted a little bit before and obviously knew who you were because of House of Bandits and, and, and everything like that. And I think you might know a little bit about the podcast before. I have no idea. Anyway, fast forward to Miami in December. Right. I am absolutely moral. I'm off my <laughs> fucking head. I've had way too much to drink. I've got no clothes on apart from my pants. I've gone in the sea. I've got a cone this, this on my head.
2: You've abandoned me.
0: I'd left Jimmy, and I am (laughs) absolutely battered, so I have no idea where I am. I thought I'd managed to walk the whole way home. I then get sent a picture of me with a cone on my head from someone saying that Bandit had walked me to my hotel. Now, let me fucking tell you, I have absolutely no memory of any of that. Turns out the best part is that you had no idea who I was. What you just thought I was, dude. dude?
1: I had no idea. I, like when I when you when you pulled up through the bushes, um, I I remember I was talking. I was actually on the phone talking to nf Terps at that moment. It was like 3 a.m., and I was waiting for my car. And um, all of a sudden, when you, when you pulled up through the bushes, I literally told Terps, "Hey, go, dude! I gotta go!" And I hung up on him straight up. Just I gotta go. Click. And I turned on my video camera because I know you can't like uh, you can't <laughs> videotape like when you're on the phone. So like I put it on there like this, and I was like, "Bro, what is this crazy shit?" I see this guy in underwear carrying a huge cone. Looks like he's sopping wet in socks. The socks like soaking wet too. I'm like, "Bro, this is like one of those moments during Basel that I have to like capture right now." And uh, and then I started talking. I engaged with you and started talking. Started talking to you, and uh, it was it was pretty funny. I had no idea. And you looked familiar to me in some weird way. I was like, "Why does this guy seem vaguely familiar?" <laughs> but I, have no, I had no—I had no—I had—I couldn't put two and two together. It's three a.m., dude, and like, um, and uh, and it's funny because I had just left two minutes before that. I had just left uh, J Fells and Kill Shot, other doodles. Um, we were at like one block down at a, at a sushi spot, but um, and so I, I, when we all left there, that's when I like went to get my car at the building next door. Um. And so, yeah, man, like I, I, and then you left, you, you like, that's it. You disappeared from my life and that, that picture. And I, and then I was like, Oh, let me get a picture of you. And you're like, that's where you sat there. you like, did your thumbs up to me. And, uh, and, uh, (laughs) and then basically, um, and then that's it. You disappeared from life. Like, like from my life, I thought you were just some, I literally thought you were just some, some English tourist during Basel and you just got, you just got (laughs) drunk. Right. Or, and, uh, or pissed, right? You guys say got pissed, right? And, uh, and, uh, up, and so, and then the best was at the sappy seals party. That's when it all came together. Like, that's when it was like, like, what? <laughs> like, like, I, I don't, I don't forget. I was, uh, again, I was with Terps and we were walking towards the outside and I passed you like, Oh, and by the way, when you left that night, I got back on the phone with Terps. I called him. I go, bro, you don't understand what I just ran into, and I and I and I <laughs> and He goes, what happened? And I was like, and and uh, and he's a, he's in Reno, so this was like three hours before, earlier for him. So like so, uh, and so I I I texted him the picture. I texted him the photo of of Calcio with the thumbs up, and I and I was like, look at this. This guy just like showed up out of the bushes. I told him what's up, like whatever, and he's like, okay, <laughs> um, and then we laughed, and that's it. Right, and a few days later at the Sappy Seals party, completely like we we're, weren't thinking. Definitely, we're not thinking about you, or the guy in his underwear. And uh and and I pass you <laughs> as we're going to the outside area. There's like an outside area of of, um, of the Sappy Seals party. And as we passed you, and Terps was leading, I kind of like went up to Terps. and go, yo, yo. I tapped him on the shoulder. I go, yo, dude. Tell me is that the dude from the photo that I sent you? <laughs> Cause I think that that's the guy that, that was in his. And he goes, what guy? I go, the guy from his underwear, bro. And he's like, he goes, and I, and I go, and to top it off, I think that's Calcio. And he goes, Calcio. I go, he was a doodle. <laughs> and I was like, yes. And so he like, and then he didn't even like talk with me about it. He like literally goes, okay. And he beeline straight to you. And that's when I like, I saw him pull his phone and like, show you a picture of like, oh fuck, what's this guy doing? Dude, like.
0: Yeah. I mean, like again, I, I've got a bit of a track record of getting absolutely <laughs> hammered at these events. <laughs> Every so,
2: single night, yeah.
0: So like the Sappy Seals event, I, I consistently, because the bar was taking ages, I just carried four beers four at all times. yeah. So there's just loads, of, like the, like, there's loads of videos of me just going around, just like fucking been like double out. parked
2: as a thing. But Calcio does quadruple parked. Yeah, I, th- I think a funny point to add into this story is when you met Calcio naked with his cone on, his um, carrying I his cone. had pants and socks. He had pants and socks. Sorry, my bad. What I was doing at that point, I was walking down the beach trying to find <laughs> him, trying to see, see if I was going to have to drag his lifeless corpse oh. out of the sea, um, trying the to sea. see if I could find him passed out on the beach. I was walking up and down no. the beach oh. trying to find him.
0: Well, there's a video of me, I'm, I'm in the sea, and I was just singing, I'm in the sea in Miami. And I'd taken my phone, sea. my watch. I'm in the well, sea. No, what then happened, actually, is I couldn't get, um, <laughs> I don't know, maybe that was a different, was that a different night when I couldn't get back into the hotel, so I had to climb into a different hotel with no shoes on. I threw my that's, watch that's and my shoes. That's a different night. Oh, that's a different yeah, night. Yeah, I thought I'd lost my watch and my shoes. But yeah, it was crazy. That, that was the next yeah. night, actually. Ah, that's where like Web3 is mental, right? Because that, how on earth is that so... Like, how have we met in that fashion? <laughs> yeah. That is ridiculous, right? That, that yeah, is no, actually it's, stupid. It's crazy.
1: It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. Um, like, even, even a buddy of mine, like another, another doodle, uh, non-fungible, who's a, was a, was a pickle. Um, for the longest time, we, we met in Web3. I, I only knew him as a pickle. And he he knows me as a Bandit, right? And like yep. I ne- he never docks himself or anything. So we had engaged whatever for a long time. Uh, I think even uh, only until this summer, this last summer or whatever. Uh, all of a sudden, he docks himself on his Instagram page. And when I saw his face, I go, "Holy shit!" Like, dude, I went to this guy's wedding. Like, I I know him. I I know him really. <laughs> I know him well, dude. And I was like, bro, like, are you kidding me? This is you, and so. I,
0: did he go dressed no, as a pickle no. then for his wedding? Because how would you no, not know what I, he looks well, like? Well,
1: <laughs> I saw he, he doxed himself on his on his Instagram. On his Instagram, he had this whole family, and I yeah, I saw him. Nice. I, like I was about to say his name, but I don't want to I don't want to dox him. But like, um, and I saw him, and I was like, "Whoa, dude! I I had no idea. I, like, uh, I had no idea that he was into doodles or into NFTs or anything. So like, so it's crazy. That's and so then funny. I, but then, yeah, Wait, that I, is I, I, And then it and is then nuts. like, I didn't dox myself right away to him. I like. I was like, I can't wait to run into him at an in real life event, right? And I was like, I was like, I was just going to wait until nice. I bump into him. And so but the problem <laughs> is I never bumped into him, dude. Like six months went by or some shit. And he, he didn't go to our Basel. He didn't go to some other things, some meetups that we had. And so I was like, dude. And so one morning I said, yo, dude. And I hit him up out of the blue. I said, like, yo, let's go have coffee. You're in Miami, right? He's like, and he, I think he probably thought it was weird. He was like, what? I go, do you know me? And he goes, no, do you know me? And I was, and, and I was like, let's go have coffee. And so, like, I, I, like, I showed up at the coffee joint. I was like, "Yo, dude!" And then, and then we sat. And he, he thought it was pretty <laughs> funny. It was, it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was cool. It was a cool Web three moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for me, though, it's, it's like this is why we went. And obviously, for us, it's a bit of a trek. But we went to the US four times last year. We went to events in Europe as well. You've got to do it. You, I, like, no matter. You think about this, right? NFT NYC price action was starting to fall off for NFTs, but. Being in those in real life events, it just people weren't asked. It was just people were just there enjoying being there. Like Miami's a great example. Doodles were like one of the lowest points they'd been in a year, whatever it would have been. People don't give a shit. They just went, enjoyed the event. We had experiences like me walking around the beach with a cone. Uh, you meet people you'd never met before. Like there's so many stories that come out of it. That's the bit that makes it fun meeting people, seeing Look, people. and theory, having those For fucking me, good it time.
1: was like. I don't want to uh, like. I guess I should use the word magical when I'm when I'm here in the presence of a wizzy. Wh- a but um, <laughs> yeah. but like it really was honestly like crazy because it changed the it changed just even like for example during the first art Basel, I was I was into NFTs. This was in December uh 2021. Doodles had already been out for like three months. <clears throat> art Basel shows up. And whatever I do, I do, and it's kind of the first Art Basel with like NFT centric, I guess, right? A lot, a lot of NFT shit going on. And um, I had done the tradition, because I've been going to Art Basel for like, for years, like for, forever, for over a decade. And like, and so I did the traditional IRL shit. And then like at night, I'd go to these parties, and none of my IRL friends here, even from the IRL art world, uh, or my family, or anybody was going to go to me with these NFT parties because I kind of felt like it would have been difficult because like, I, you know, I was, I was going to these parties, to like uh, engage and network and meet people. Right. And so like normally in my whole entire life, I've never been mo- like, uh, it's funny cause I, I do, I do go alone a lot of times by myself, but when I'm going to a social setting, I've never been one of these like people that can just go to a bar or go to a party by themselves. And like, I don't know, I've always gone with other people, whatever. Anyways, NFT party. Like, I remember we got home from uh, from some IRL event, and like my family, was, like, kids were going to sleep. Night was going like winding down. It was like 11 o'clock, and I was getting putting on my shoes. And my girl's like, Where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to this party. It was a gutter cat party, and and I didn't know a single person there. And she's like, she's like, you're going, you're going to a party. Who are you going with? I'm like, by myself. She's like, <laughs> she starts laughing. She's like, by yourself? You're just going. Who do you know there? I go, nobody. She goes, you. Don't, and like, she like stops. She's like, so you mean to tell me you're going to a party that you know nobody at, and you've never met anybody, and you're just going there? And she's like, I'm like, yep. She's like, and do you have a ticket? And I'm like, do you need a ticket? I'm like, yeah. She's like, do you have one? I'm like, no she's like oh okay good luck like like all right like she was also amazed too at the fact that i did that because that was very <laughs> out of the ordinary for me like i don't know i just didn't it wasn't the kind of thing that i that I yeah. did and web three it was amazing i remember walking into that party um and being able to just approach people like two people having a conversation here we're like hey what's up like and everybody's super welcoming and it, that was something that like i didn't ex- i don't experience that in the real world like Especially coming up, it, 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 like I grew up in Miami yeah. and like you can't – it's weird. You can't just go up to people and like out of the like, – I don't know. You get – people are like, ah, what are you doing? Look at me. It, it's a weird vibe.
2: Do I know you? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: it's a weird vibe.
2: That was a big game changer for us, actually, as well. And I think we found that even the first um, Web three event that we went to, uh, East Denver, is just how approachable everyone oh, was yeah. and how easy it was yeah. to talk to people. Um, and even like, even like um, today, like Cassie is talking to people that we met in East Denver that we've still got fostered relationships with that we keep meeting at all these events. Um, and it's just the vibe is just so good. And I think it's another reason why the space is just so yeah. addictive. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, it is. It is, and everybody's, you know, everybody's inspiring one another supporting one another educating one another you know yeah. and um and there's like a real sincere like care there you know um because it's like you know we all feel like we're we're building and growing in, in whatever capacity we each we, we're each in and it's like um and and when you it's like it's like nice to like learn something and want to like help somebody else with that same knowledge on it or like do something and 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 I don't know. Put somebody on, you know, if if you have the opportunity to do that, you know, and that's that's what I feel like. That's part of the whole reason I got into the space is for like, you know, uh, I just thought there was this like huge opportunity for for like a new a new way in the art world, like you know, like I mean the whole thing with the royalties, what kind of like got me in there because I thought that was a huge big disruptor for that for the in real life art world you know for and so i was yes. just like wow it's like i felt like the power back to the artist like it, it has it's the opportunity where an artist can actually an artist can actually have you know live the dream as cliche as that sounds the the dream of like of, of like you know making a living off just creating art you know and and being and being creative um and putting out ideas and all that sort of thing you know whereas before it's like you know, once once it leaves the gallery, you're not the artist is not really making any any sort of long term earnings off his work anymore. You know,
0: one of my favorite things that you've done actually is when I first sort of became aware of you talking about disruption and and uh, and changing the game a little bit for, for for the better cause is that infamous. Do you know where I'm going with this?
1: Um, no, go go ahead. Where you going?
0: I'm going to the 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 little board ape yacht club story. That oh, I remember reading, oh. uh, where you accidentally ended up in an event uh, uh, the first one. with a purple wristband. Yeah, because that's the sort of thing that I think is really interesting about what you do. Because it's not just here is my art, enjoy it. It's okay. Let's do something a bit, bit cheeky. Let's do something a bit different. How did you think of doing that? And how how fun was that? To well, let's
2: get also it? cover the story as well because people may not have seen this. Yeah, that's yeah a great yeah. Part.
1: Yeah, I guess you could say maybe it's I guess not maybe performative in a in a way but I but to be honest with you, that one in particular is not um is not something that really was super planned. Um it wasn't planned at all. Uh so I the first NFT NYC uh and the and the first ape fest or whatever they had it at this um at this big music venue in Brooklyn, and one of my homies, like well, my you know my best friends in New York, is like really really plugged in into the music scene. So like, we got into the party, no problem. And like, but when you get in, you have like a a blue wristband, and so <clears throat> everybody had blue wristbands, and and there was a VIP section of this venue that even the most plugged in. People couldn't get to because it was a private thing. It wasn't like part of the music scene. So like my buddy, he couldn't. He couldn't. He was actually kind of annoyed that uh, we couldn't get up there. But whatever. We said fuck it, and we, we went into the to where the rest of everybody else was, and um and a little bit into the into the party, I we were like uh waiting for Beck to come on or some shit, and um and I pulled into my pocket to to pull out a joint, and that's when I realized that I had a marker, and I pulled out the marker. And when I pulled out the marker, it was a crink mop and it was a, it was purple. It just so happened to be purple. (laughs) And like, and that's when like the light bulb in my head kind of went off immediately because it was like purple. And like 30 minutes before my homie was bitching about not having a purple wristband, purple, purple, purple. And so I was like, yo, I got to, and so I, it kind of dawned on me. And my homie was with his girl and they were like, like a major makeout session or some shit. So I was like pretty much third, third, (laughs) third wheeling with them. And I like, like Houdini, like I just, like a phantom disappeared from them and went straight to the bathroom. And so like, whatever, long story short I painted the whole damn thing and got back outside went to the bar, scoped it out for a second watched like, watched two people go to the staircase cause it was like a staircase and it was a mezzanine overlooking the whole venue. And that's like up there was like where everybody was like and so um, I watched two people go in no problem. I grabbed the beer and I was like, all right, my turn, whatever. And as soon as I get to the uh, to the thing, the the security person did something new. It was like a whole new uh, element that I wasn't even expecting, which is a flashlight. All of a sudden, they clicked the flashlight on. The flashlight came on. I was like, whoa, shit. I wasn't expecting that at all. And so I like I had my beer like this and then my the wristband was here and I basically was like, like I just like kind of shoved it in his face real quick. Like, like, Hey, as I'm like walking up the stairs and he like shines straight up on it. And like, but I was kind of like doing a little like wiggle thing or some shit. And uh, he's like, all right, cool. And I walked right up and I was like, holy shit, that worked. Nice. And as soon as I got to the top of the stairs, Beck was the first person that like literally walked like right here. And I was like, Hey, nice, nice show. And he's like, Hey, thanks. whatever, And I walked right by him and I was like, damn. Dude. And like, that's, that's like, a bunch of a bunch of heads were in there, and it was fun. I stayed up there for a minute, and then I, I found my buddy and I, I hit him up, and he's like, "Hey, how, how'd you get up there or whatever?" And he wanted me to come down and, and, and paint his wrist, but I, I stayed up there for a little bit and then uh, and then by the time I went down, he ended up leaving, and then I, 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 my other buddy was in the, was in the, uh, was in the show um, and uh, he's an ape, and so I, I, he loves this sort of shit. And I basically told him, hey, dude, uh, look at what I did, whatever. And he's like, take me to the bathroom. So I took him to the bathroom stall and me and him. And it's funny, like he's uh, he's like, <laughs> anyway, so we painted his shit. And then we went up there and we, we closed the place down. We were up there until the lights came on.
2: That's so cool. It's such a cool story. I love it.
1: Yeah. I was a big fan of,
0: of people doing just just stupid things because it's fun and it's like, you gotta take a risk. You gotta enjoy yourself. Make a change. It's good, and that's what I quite enjoyed about uh, the way you built House of Bandits, really. And and I wonder really how you found the experience of having a project. Is it is it something which you've enjoyed overall? Is it something which you'd have changes to? How do you feel
1: about? Oh, it? Oh man, dude. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that I wasn't expecting, but also I'm excited. I'm super excited about the project, and I have been. But the thing is, the thing that's hard is the is like there's a lot of uh, different kind of my own projects that I like to do in terms of my own art and stuff, right? So it's not like um, I'm just doing this project alone for 15 hours a day in a room with with nothing. And then that's it, wake up and sleep. Like, I I wish I could do that. I'm like major ADHD. Like I have to be constantly doing like a billion fucking things. So that's one thing that's like, you know, and and building a project takes you away from Twitter and engaging and doing a bunch of the fun things. Because like, that's where I found it to be hard. Like when I started, kind of when I got and got into this whole thing, and I was doing things like with the jackets and and scavenger hunts and and doing things online and creating memes and shit. Right, that, I love that shit. Right, it's a lot of fun, and it's like you know, it's 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 fun. And it's like it's also marketing and it's a, it's a bunch of other things. Right, so like, but then when a, when you start building a project, like your focus has to pivot to that. So I I definitely noticed a big a big difference in like the time I can spend like basically on. Twitter and doing all that, all, all that sort of shit and, and planning bigger missions and, and shit like that. Like all the fun things I was, I really like to do. I had to kind of, you know, pause a little bit on that. And now even more so, cause we're like, we're coming down to the home stretch and now it's like, I really kind of like even kind of, pause a little bit on Twitter and everything just to like focus. So it's like you want your cake and you eat it too, but like that's not.
2: You gotta. I mean, we've had the exact same experience. Like there's so many different avenues for creativity in this space. And sometimes I'm a kind of guy who has a lot of ideas and a lot of ideas of things that I want to do for different content on the <laughs> channel or whatever it all projects or just little side projects and things like that stuff. I want to put on Twitter and it's really hard to focus in on something and really kind of like um, make, make that your your key one thing that you get absolutely right and I found that I was diluting or we were diluting too much by trying to go into any other avenues and I think one thing we want to really focus in on this year um, as we discussed on a couple of our previous episodes is really focusing in on a couple of episodes a week on the podcast and sort of get it get it exactly right and then in the future look to to expand and I think off the back of that what I want to ask you is of all the different things you've done you've does some really cool stuff what's probably been your favorite thing that you've done that you're where you're where you've put your creativity into the space
1: well what i'm working on now is that but i guess the overview the, the over the overview of kind of like what the project has embedded in it and the whole kind of motive and i guess in a way kind of a core of of what i want to do it's like Obviously, has to do with like the, the technology and the art, right? And so, like, I'm I'm really, I, I'm I'm really standing behind like the physical aspect to NFTs and like and art and you know NFTs with like a physical component to it, right? And so, like, obviously, I love NFTs for NFTs, but me as an artist and a you know physical artist, I've always been interested in the idea of incorporating the you know tokenization of by in real life art. Right. But like, but but like a twofer, like basically a really cool NFT. Cause I have a, I have a strong background in like in photography and video content creation. And, but, and a lot of that stuff is like based for other brands. And that's how I've made a living, you know, doing this for brands and stuff like that. And so like, this is like where I get the opportunity to do my, to merge the two, like merge my physical, like sculptures and paintings with the NFT digital technology component right and um, i do feel like the physical world is going to help bridge and onboard a lot of new collectors and things into the space and we'll see a lot more of it we've already been seeing a lot of it i mean i've been seeing it since, since the day i got into the space i remember like the first it was like a, a an, 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 an uh, in real life artist in italy who had a gallery show and all of his paintings had an nft and i thought that was like really cool and i was like couple of years back and like now you're seeing a lot of stuff even with the protocol with suki and and americana and like and all these you know this is this is where i think it's going to go and for me being an artist with in real life sculpture that's given me a new like perspective on how to create and, and put my work out there so i've got like the physical component i love the idea of like you get the nft and you can redeem it for the physical piece you know and and yeah you're not going to make it's, it would be pretty difficult to have a physical component to like a ten thousand. P- pfp project but you know having small batches where there's a physical component like i did the jacket nft which is something that I, like you know I, I see the canvases. the jackets almost like canvases that you could wear you know so like I, I love the idea of like you know getting getting a an nft and redeeming it for a custom jacket putting out some skateboards and that's that's i'm gonna get to make some really cool video content with that that'll be the nft but it's gonna be like a piece of artwork in itself and then you get the physical artwork like that whole that, that whole the whole thing to me is is fascinating especially for for my to apply it to my physical works it's like it's not just a fitting but now I'm crea- i get to create a piece of art physical and then in unison with a with a new piece of art a different piece of art that's uh, the, the physical that's the nft i mean and so that to me is like yeah it's like it's like getting two awesome things and and i'm like a, i just want to create like honestly i have my passion for creating like i, I have I have too many ideas and not enough time to put it down there. And, I, and I'm glad yeah. that I have honed in on, a, <laughs> on, on one massive one, like the PFP project that we're putting out. It's really a PFP project. Um, but we're putting out it has a, a big association with the physical, the physical items and, and like, yeah. and, and my in real life art is incorporated into it. It's like, you know, having it all interconnected is, to me is fascinating and, 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 and fun as hell.
2: Well, it definitely resonates, man, because we were with uh, Kenobi, who was one one of our recent episodes. Oh, he was one of the founders of Metaverse Miami. And we got an Uber down to Doodle Park. And this is when you had just put out your tweet about h- hiding the jacket somewhere near Doodle Park. Oh, yeah. And the Uber dropped us off like a 10 minute walk from Doodle Park. We didn't <laughs> realize until we got out. We we're like, damn it. And Kenobi was like walking, like he was almost running down the road. And I'm like, Kenobi, slow down, man. What's going on? He's like, I've got to get that jacket. I just have to get that jacket. He was so motivated to get there so man what you're doing is resonating you're doing the right things
1: you know it's fun man That look for me that's a part of the community too you know like i've, I've like i really fuck with doodles i i love the community they they the, that's the first community um that kind of like like birthed birthed everything i'm doing to be honest with you like 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 yeah. i've always looked at like i had this kind of crazy idea like and it's, i don't talk about this often but like when i And it goes back to where you were talking, where you were asking me about my PFP. But like, I thought to myself, uh, imagine the concept, just the concept of a, of a, of an NFT, a PFP, right? So an NFT is born and that NFT, which is the identity, right? So bandit, but it's a doodle, right? The identity, this, this PFP becomes an artist, becomes an artist, like it's born from doodles, becomes an artist. And then. So an NFT is making another NFT basically. Like, it's kind of like this like concept that that that's kind of like what what I had first kind of thought of when I was like starting the whole thing with with Bandit.
0: I, I know I know what you mean. I think it's one of those things where the thing I've really enjoyed is I am a collectibles dealer. So I really enjoy IP. I love the idea of people being able to enjoy and thrive on loving something that someone else has made. Like my entire career is literally selling other people's product and so what you end up seeing through that is how important those stories that other people have told are to people who are perhaps not as creative who don't have the um innovation or uh, experience whatever it would be to go out and create that huge and brilliant ip so for someone like me seeing and having the experience in web3 that i get to talk to so many people like yourself who are almost too creative like i could tell when you're talking you're like shit i want to talk about this and (laughs) it's this idea that i want to get in there and Oh fuck. What about that thing I thought about two days ago? Yeah, that's quite a good idea. That's, that's and then hope. there's like a dream you've had and there's, there's all these weird things <laughs> and you're sitting there. It's like it's just this mad manic, like brain is a canvas almost of all these little ideas that are coming together. And that's the biggest thing I find with Web3 that there are so many people who, if you put them all in a room, it would be fucking mental and it would be like this <laughs> orgy of creation. But I want to, yeah. I want to know if, if you could give us that summary in, in, and I know this is a tricky one, but in a minute or less, for someone looking at Bandit from the outside in a minute or less, who is Bandit and what is his mission in Web3?
1: In a minute or less, who's Bandit? Um, I'm, an, I'm an artist and I'm here to put my creativity out there for anybody to enjoy, who, who would enjoy it to enjoy it. I mean, that's the, that's the dream, right? To be, to be having a life where you create joy in other people. And not only that, I like to, you know, not only be inspired myself, but inspire other people by spreading, you know, anybody, anything else, like, you know, other artists and other works out there, you know. And man, I just, I just want to, I want to, bro, I I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm a giver, man. I feel like I've been giving, I like the, I like, I like giving, I don't know, man. I like giving and putting my
2: work out there no that's good man like as you can tell people love your content um, immediately everyone jumped on wanting to get a dark mode version of their doodles everyone's loving the stuff you're putting out there as I said about Kenobi ch- charging down the street trying to get one of those jackets I think we wanted to give it to someone as a Christmas present so you're doing all the right things and man it's been so good to have you on the episode I would love if we could sit here and talk to you for two hours but we're trying to keep all of our episodes down to about 30 minutes yeah, to make yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the the animation nice and tight so it's it's been absolutely awesome to have you on. We'll definitely get you on again at some point um and follow the track of, of not just not just bandit but also house of bandit and how your project goes and the art what you're getting out there because I think you've just got such a load of cool content to give the space and we're and and I think the whole space is just massively grateful for it. So so thanks very much.
1: No, I appreciate I appreciate both of you for real, man. Um and what you guys are doing and 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 I think it's I think it I think it's kick ass, man. So and I appreciate you guys you guys
2: having me on here for real welcome anytime buddy yeah thank you thank you so much for joining
0: us on the reclixay podcast this week i've been calcio your host joined as always by jimmy t and our fantastic guest today was bandit we'll make sure to drop all of his social links below uh, so you can of course check out his work and further information just make sure you do like comment below on who you'd like to see next on the episodes and subscribe to the biggest and i will caveat only animated podcast in web3 thank you very much see you later